Welcome, Welcome to the Nightly Rant with your hosts, Mike and Toria. This is the show where we examine society from a sarcastic point of view. If you like insane conversations, this is definitely the show for you. Let's get into today's topic. YPN people, I don't know about you, but I love helping out a friend. That's why I want to shout out my friend Brian Little and his podcast, Your favorite blockhead. This is the only show that manages to weave together peanuts and MMA into one heck of an amazing podcast. You can find your favorite blockhead wherever your favorite podcasts reside and at yourfavoriteblockhead.com. Do me a huge favor and listen to Brian's show. You'll be entertained and you'll help out a friend. Now, as I said, let's get into today's topic. I discovered today that it was time to get Yogi another bag of dog food. And Yogi's bags of dog food, they're kind of a pain in the ass to get. Well, and like, surprisingly, usually you will tell me, in fact, you've told me once before, like eight weeks ago, Yogi's about to run out of dog food. And I'm like, "Mm mm-mm. Yogi has like half a bag. We're fine. And you're like, oh, I thought it was low. This time you didn't even notice. And like, I'm telling you. There's maybe half a handful of food left. Well, with how crowded that, that closet is, I thought the bag was folded and that I was just like reaching the fold because I remember, I don't remember it being eight weeks ago. I remember it being like two weeks ago. That was longer than But that. I'm sure it was. There's, in my head, it was only a couple weeks ago. So there's no way Yogi's food could have been low. So, <laughs> so then we decided the only place that we've seen it in a Costco around here, because we got him, ended up getting him Costco food. And it was originally, we saw it here at um, our Cypress Costco. But only once. And then the next time we went back to get it, they only had like big dog food. And that's the thing. He wants like small dog food. And even then then we wet it for him because he doesn't like to chew it. He is kind of a princess when it comes to eating things. Um, Except chips. You give him chips, he'll chow down. He don't care if he has to crunch, crunch, crunch those. Well, the wedding wedding thing is my fault because... When he had the two yeah, kibbles we, that were too big, you had to wet we them or you wouldn't eat yeah, them. Yeah, we taught him, and now he has a habit that and he likes it that now he's a princess. But, but, so we were going to, the only place that we know we can get it is over at Huntington Beach Costco. Mm-hmm. And usually you order it online, but it was going to be like five days. And we were like, literally, like I said, there's maybe half a handful. And I give him like a handful of food twice a day. Well, in case all our fabulous listeners don't know... It's actually more expensive to order from Costco online because they add a shipping fee into the cost of the items. Yeah. And so, long story short, I call Huntington Beach to see if they have said food. And the woman asks for an item number. Very nice woman. Asks for an item number. We give the item number. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry, but that's a deleted SKU. They're not going to carry it in any stores. And they do still have it online. All right. Which was highly disappointing. We kind of knew this, that you could get it online. So we're like, well, that sucks. So we're just going to have to like get him some kind of small bag of food from like Petco or whatever to last the next couple days. Right. Or maybe some cans of food. And then and then um, get till the, the food shows up, right? Right. A few minutes later, we get a call back. And I'm like, what is this number? I pick up the phone and it's the girl from Costco. And she says, I wanted to let you know that while that other SKU was deleted, I did a search on the name instead of the, instead of the um, item number. And I put in small dog formula, dog food or whatever. 
And they came up with this other one that's the exact same food, but in salmon flavor instead of chicken and rice. Yeah. It's so salmon we like, and lentil. So we were like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get this. And it was like $8 cheaper than the other food for the same amount of food. Yeah. But, Online anyway. But yeah. the point is that I felt like her explaining that it was a uh, um, deleted skew and what that meant was kind of going above and beyond. But then... I thought so too. She could have simply said, no, we don't have it and hung up. And yeah, and then to look it up and then take the uh, initiative to call me back to tell me that they had this other food. Mm-hmm. And I have to say she did it in a way... Like, sometimes people do stuff like that, and they make you feel obligated to buy it by saying things like, well, should I put it on in, at the front counter for you so you can come in and get it? When are you going to come in and pick it up? You know, they put pressure on you. She just let me know that they had it and how much it was for a 20-pound bag. And I thanked her profusely for calling me back, and she told me to have a wonderful day, and we hung up. I she have- never once made me feel like I had to go there to buy the food. I have a list of reasons why I hate Costco. They mostly involve the other people who shop there and the fact that Costco regularly discontinues products that I really freaking like. However, their customer service is always on my pro list because it's always great. Yeah. I don't think... I've had weird people at Costco, but never a rude, obnoxious person. But but see, to me, like their whole model and everything of like only making a certain amount of profit and... I think part of why they discontinue things is because Costco has the mentality of giving the little guy a shot. Yeah. And so they give the little guy a shot. It's fairly popular, but for whatever poor business decisions, they're out of business and they can't fulfill another order. Well, I also think that retailers, like suppliers and stuff, they give Costco a better price to sell a lot of goods very quickly. And then I think, like, do you remember we were buying the Dove shampoo from there and then all of a sudden they don't have it anymore? I think Dove gave them a better price to sell a lot of it quickly. And then Dove stopped giving them a better price, so they had to cut their profit margins or raise their prices. Costco doesn't really like to raise their prices, so that's it. Yeah, and they're not going to change their profit margin, so... But you know what's ridiculous? I thought we were safe buying a Kirkland brand. I have never seen them discontinue one of their own products. Right, I know, that was weird. And Yogi's Dog Food? Kirkland brand. We replaced yeah. it with another Kirkland brand one, so I think they're probably just getting rid of a, the line of products, but that is what it is. Yeah, they're, they're decent. But, you know, speaking of dogs, we talk a lot about our foster dogs, and, you know, like right now we have Beans and we have Stubby, and Stubby's kind of become like this needy, like loving hound dog. Like he's he just, so needy. He just He's needy. He just likes to – you don't pet him. He nudges you. I mean, he loves it, but he's also super affectionate. He lays down next to you and cuddles up. Like sweet boy. He's a very sweet dog, and he, he's always happy. He's always wagging his tail. He has that one really weird idiosyncrasy where when we get in the elevator, he stares at the back wall. It's almost like he's expecting the back wall to open up into a door. Like he expects it to be a tunnel. And so maybe he's been in an elevator before where it opens in one side and it opens on the other. Maybe. I've or seen he's that just a lunatic. Condos. You never know. I mean, I'm kind of going with that he's a lunatic, but yeah. maybe he's been in an elevator that way. No, he's a lunatic. But, Let's be real. <laughs> you know, the last foster we had before these two loon bags showed Duncan. up was Duncan. Okay, and Duncan got adopted by the really nice lady who had had an older dachshund. 
and it had passed away. And she wanted an, a senior citizen dachshund. So she took the dunk man and they were working with him and giving him good food and just essentially bringing him along. Then all of a sudden, like and this is in a timing, month. He, timing, he, yeah, it's been about a month. And the timing was so weird. I've texted her to see how he was doing. And it was literally going to be the last time I texted her about it mm-hmm. because I don't like to be a stalker. Right. Now, I'm sure there are people who'd be like, oh, no one would care. You know, you're making friends. I don't feel that way. I don't feel like, you know, unless we consciously say, hey, let's go have lunch together and hang out and talk and then we become friends, I don't just assume they're my friend. Well, it's like when the kittens got adopted. I texted that guy like a week in, like a month in, and then like three months in. And then I texted him about a year later to see how they were doing because I wanted pictures. And that doesn't feel weird to me. Yeah. But if I texted him every week, it would feel weird to me. Right. So, so all of a sudden, after we text to find out how he's doing, he has this pain and he won't be, he's not eating and he's whimpering and he won't go to sleep. So they take him to the vet and the vet finds a tumor near his stomach. Now, he didn't have a tumor near his stomach. And trust me, with as skinny as that bro was, you would have seen a tumor yeah. near his stomach. And, so the doctor was like, it's inoperable. Um, you probably should put him down. And so they decided they want to take him home, love on him for one more night, and then bring him in and see what happens and put him down. She said he was whimpering all night long, and she held him. Such a nice lady. She said she had doctor. to hold him like a baby. It was the only way he was comfortable. Yep. And then, then the next day they went back to the vet, and the mass had doubled in size overnight. Yeah. So they had to put down Duncan. And our poor sweet boy is no more. He's gone. And we figured we would tell you guys because we spent so much time talking about um, Duncan. And I think it makes me realize that, like, you know, when I watch Odie and I see Odie and how happy Odie is and how good he looks and what great care she takes of him, I say to myself, that's why you foster dogs because you want these dogs to have a life like that. And, like, but at the same time, when you think about it, I don't think Odie has ever had a bad life because, I mean, he lived with a super old lady who fed him and fed him and fed him and fed him until he was this big, giant, fat pig. Like, seriously, he was huge when he came here. and But but she never, I'm sure she loved the hell out of him, and she's probably sad to this day. He was clearly abused by someone at some point in his life. Yeah, and I'm going to guess caretaker. Yeah. Because they don't like it, but they get stuck walking the dog, Mm -hmm. and they don't want to walk the dog. So they don't treat the dog very nice. Right. And that's not a nice thing. I don't like that at all. But he's a sweet boy. But, but, you know, you see that. But then when something like this happens, you kind of say, oh, I hate that I had to get close to that dog. And then now he's gone a month later. But... You made me realize, because that's when I was like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Like, I don't, I could not handle another one of them going and like me hearing that they got run over by, like beans, you know, got out of the thing and got run over by a car. It would kill me to hear that. Like, oh, I wouldn't want to hear anything like that about these two. So it made me want to quit. Like, okay, after this, I'm done. (laughs) I'll help them with their website. I'll help them with social media, but I can't foster dogs anymore. That's how I felt, right? But then you made the comment. Isn't it nice that we were able to give him love and he then he got love from somebody else so that the last part of his life, instead of being out on the street like a street dog, 
He got all the love. And I remember that dog when he first came here. And you'd try to love on him. And he'd go, ugh, ugh, ugh. I mean, he was grumpy. And he let you know, like, I don't want this. But then later, you would kiss on that dog. Remember how I used to always, when I'd carry him, I'd always hold him in the elevator and kiss on his side of his, yeah. of his ear. And he'd, ugh, 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 ugh. Well, then all of a sudden, he stopped doing that. Yeah. And he'd lean into it. And he was, he, we kind of taught him. To accept affection. Well, and he know? was trying to play, and he was so cute. Yeah. yeah, and it's just so sad that he went so quickly. I mean, I mean, by the same token, I'm thankful that he didn't suffer for a long period of time like some animals do. Well, it was very quick. She said he was fine, and then he was just suddenly in so much pain, and then the next day, they took him in so that he didn't have to be in pain. Yeah, just, and I do not blame them at all for that. I really don't. But it's just so sad. I guess as he only had a couple more days anyway. Yeah, it's just so sad, you know. But that poor dog was aged so poorly because of all the crap that he went through. Yeah. You know, so on the one hand, you have Odie, who's like super duper happy and having a great life and living the life. And then on the other hand, you got Duncan, who, you know, he had a shitty life. And then finally, when he got a good life... The cruelty of of Mother Nature takes it away from him. Yeah. Poor baby. Poor little guy. Anyway, so we're super sad. But at least he didn't suffer. That's what I'm Super saying. sad. Yeah. It it's, wasn't the news I wanted to hear. Mm-mm. It really wasn't. Um, You know, and now we got to take Stubby in, and he has some kind of a little mass on his side. I know. It scares and, me so much now because of what just happened with Duncan. Well, and then like tonight, he didn't really show much interest in his food. And That's that not the first time. Me, Kind of makes me nervous. He's weird in the evenings, especially if he's definitely had breakfast. I think he's a one meal a day kind of dog. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. So that that isn't alarming to me because it's not the first time. Well, good. I think... Um, I think... It'll probably be like a fatty tumor. Yeah. Like I have on my neck. Um... That's my guess. I'm just hoping because it's not you an touch it because you touch it and it doesn't seem to hurt him. Yeah, because I tried. I, I like doctored him a little bit and didn't seem to bother him. He's such a sweet dog. I would keep that dog if if we had a place where we could have two dogs in a yard. I would keep that dog. That dog is he fits with with Yogi. He fits with Yogi. Yogi loves to like hang out and just sleep next to him. Now. He still growls at him if he tries to touch him or whatever, but that's Yogi. Yogi Yogi took till almost two weeks before Odie left to get used to Odie. I know. Oh, poor Yog of Dog. He's a capital S stubborn. I think the Bark Park will be good for all of them. Bonding yeah. experience. Yeah, they can be their own little pack. Yeah. Think about that. God, I hope they don't gang up on other dogs. <laughs> you know what I can see, though? I can see Yogi being the leader of the pack and being like, come on, guys, we're going to go mess up this little poodle over here. I, I could see him. He He's a and jerk beans like that. And just run in there and mess and up beans, the little poodle. And Beans are running and be like, because it's not even real. He's, he's kind of silly and doesn't realize that, you know, he's he thinks he's 12 feet tall sometimes. And other times he thinks he's like two inches tall. He doesn't bit grasp. my finger so hard. Yeah, it sucks. He doesn't grasp his own strength. Mm-mm. But he's super adorable, too. It's a good thing he doesn't know his own strength, though. So Saturday they have a morning vet visit, right? Yeah, and then we're going to treat them to the dog park after. Nice. This is what we said. 
That'd be nice. Mm-hmm. They'll enjoy that. I think so, too. I'll enjoy that. You know who won't enjoy that? Mm. Midget. They don't have to come if they don't want to. Well, I would like one of, at least one of them to come. My guess is Alyssa will come. But, um, I don't know. I think uh, it's very rewarding to foster, be a foster parent for dogs. And I feel like I can only imagine how it must feel to be a foster parent for children that need it. Yeah. I can only imagine. Like, that has to be a really, like, amazing feeling. I think it's a lot harder than fostering animals because well, you have yeah. to deal with the well, there's no way, estranged parent. Well, and, like, if you want to with a dog, you can kind of control your attachment. Separate yourself from them for a little while and just tell yourself, this is a short-termer. They're not going to be here long-term. Once you convince yourself of that, then you can kind of show the dog as much affection as it's as it's supposed to get, but not get super attached to it. But you first have to convince yourself that this guy's a short-termer. Once you've done that, you're good. Because like when I got Yogi, I was like, this is my dog. And I was all in. <laughs> all in. I mean, like, 100% didn't hold back. And look at the bond we have now. Like, we have a strong bond. Right. And And when I moved here, I did the same thing. mm -hmm. And I don't want to do that with a foster dog because our job isn't to keep the foster dog. Our job is to help them get ready to go to someone's house and be a good fit. Right. And unless the dog is absolutely perfect for our family... I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't want a foster I think, fail. Like, you know I what love I think? them, but. But you know what I think? Mm-hmm. I think the only way we would ever fail, <laughs> you know, knock on wood, I'm saying this, knock on my wooden knee, clunk, clunk. Mm. The only way we would fail is if it was the dog that we, that fits our family. Because it's kind of like, it's kind of like our situation. You know, I was never getting married again. I told you I wasn't going to get married again. And you still went down the path, which is. Sort of shocking, actually. Um, but then, as I got to know who you are as a person, and I'm talking at the core of who you are as a person, so, like, the center that drives everything else of who you are, when I found out what that was about, like, I didn't want you to have the ability to walk away just because. So, marriage to you is serious and it's serious to me. And so even though I wholeheartedly didn't want to get married again, I wanted to marry you because I wanted to keep you around in my life. You know, like it was more of a need than a want kind of a thing. I think if we got a foster dog that was like Sally, who is a little dog that lives in our building that Yogi absolutely adored right off the bat, like from day one, Yogi adored. I think that would be the dog. Yeah, that'd be the one that would be impossible to let go. Right. Because you don't want to break. Yeah, For me, I mean, I'm going to be honest, people. I love my dog. When I say I love my dog, I don't even think I can describe it. Because, like, I can't describe how much I love her over here. I can't even describe it in words. There are no words for it. And I tell her mm-hmm. that all the time, that I can say I love you. But the word love is not the strong enough word for how I feel. And it's the same way with the dog. Like, I love this dog to death. And he knows it. He knows it. And he, in turn, loves me back an equal amount. Sometimes I think it's more. I think he loves me more than I love him. It's alarming. It is alarming. 
so there's no way that I would want to break his little heart if he was super attached to a dog because he tolerated Odie and he was bummed when Odie left. He was so upset. So can you imagine he for days? Can you imagine what he would be like if he had that Sally connection with a dog? I know. And then the dog left. That's why that'd be a big reason why I would wind up getting attached. Because it's like you. You know, there's things that you like that I would not necessarily be jumping into, you know? And I mean, for no good reason other than I wouldn't know about it. Like some of the music that you listen to. I just wouldn't have ever heard about it from anybody that I know. Right. And as a result, I would never have listened. So it's not like people hear that statement sometimes like, oh, well, then you're saying that her music is, you know, it's not very good. Well, that's not exactly not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I'm listening to it now because of you. I've introduced you to some things that you really like. Exactly. And the thing is. And vice versa. When you care about somebody. Now I'm getting all mushy, guys. So I'm sorry. But, you know, it's how I feel right now. When you care about somebody or something like your dog, you're interested in making them happy. And just like with Alyssa, when she found out that, you know, oh, you added coin to your playlist, dad. I saw that on, on Spotify. You added coin to a playlist. And then I was like, yeah, I added a couple of things. And I showed her what I sent her a screenshot of what I added. And she was so over the wall, over the hills, happy. And then now she shares with me that other playlist that we were listening to on the way mm-hmm. and back. Um, those are all songs that I used to listen to when, remember... Ashley and Matt were constantly getting trucked around. Where do you think the little ones were? Right. You know, and like sometimes Mitchell would have like gymnastics. That was one thing that he liked to do. Um, Or no, what was it? I guess it was actually Matthew that had gymnastics um, early on. But anyway, he sometimes he'd be with mom and Alyssa would be with dad or vice versa. Or they'd both be one with one of us or the other of us. And so, of course, I'm listening to music because I'm driving, you know, a million miles <laughs> to the hockey rink or a million miles to the dance studio and driving all over the place. So I'd listen to music. And these are songs that we listened to and we were trucking the kids all over the place. So clearly <laughs> anyone who says that what your parents listen to doesn't influence you is full of it because it influences you. It's kind of funny. Um, but she's all excited about that. And I, I just think you do that for people that you care about. You, you show a genuine interest in things that they're interested in. And you learn, when you do that, you learn about things that you're going to love that you wouldn't have learned about. And if you think about it, it makes sense. If you love that person or that dog or that cat so much, why wouldn't you like similar things to what they like? Well, Similar. doesn't have to be the same. Parker only enjoys chewing cables. I'm never going to enjoy that. Well, sorry, Parker. You like chewing on straws. So does he. But see, there you go. Boom. Something in common. You guys are similar. He's sleeping on my foot. Yes, he is. He's an interesting dude. But I think this was an interesting <laughs> it's an interesting episode. Because like to recap, you know, we talked about great customer service at Costco. We talked about the things we like about Costco and things we don't like about Costco. Then we talked about the problem with Duncan and what happened. We then that kind of led us to foster dogs and foster people. And then we talked about how you act when you care about someone a great deal. I think that's a pretty positive show for us. I don't think we've had such a positive show before. We had a we had an up down up. Yeah. 
But I don't think we've ever had such a positive show before. But we are seriously heartbroken about Duncan. Yeah, it's... I'm trying to just forge ahead. I mean, that poor baby. And then those poor people, like, they've lost two dogs now in the course course of a year. I've done that. I've gone through that. That sucks. Yeah. It's heartbreaking. And it's no easier when they just had him for a month. I get it. No. It's not because, like I said, they were expecting to have that dog. Well, and they did. They were expecting to have him till the end. So I'm sure that when they got him, they were like I was with Yogi. All in. She strikes me as a type of person. Well, and they were doing amazing things for him. Like they were they were giving him all these baths with coconut oil so that his skin would improve and like they were taking amazing care of him. Yes. And that's why I say they were all in. Yeah. And then this happens. That that's just so heartbreaking. It's so heartbreaking. Yeah. And I honestly don't know how to handle that situation. I am, I, am not the, or... I am not the guy that can step in and be like, oh, I'm so sorry that this happened. I'm just not that guy. I can handle most any logical situation there is. You get into emotional situations and half of them boggle my mind. I don't know what to say or do. Well, most people are like that. So I back off. Yeah. But Well, now that we've been mushy. Yeah, we have been mushy more than once tonight, but it's it's been fun. Um, hey, <laughs> yeah, the next show that we have after this one, and I'm not sure when this one's released. I could figure it out if I took the time, but um, the next show after this one, we have a huge announcement for the network. Huge whoop, whoop. announcement. And then the show after that huge announcement, we've got... What's his name? I don't know what his Instagram name is anymore because he keeps changing it. Yeah. But Jackson is Jackson Horn. Jackson, if you're listening, bro, you need to stop changing your Instagram name. Nobody is going to find you. You're making an appearance on a show and you're telling them what your Instagram name is and then you change it at least three times since then. Nobody's going to find you, man. Nobody. You got to stop it. But he's coming back. But he'll be on. For more stories hopefully about he'll how he be, Hopefully people. he'll be funny. And tell us about how he trolls people. I think I think one of the things with him that I have a good time with <laughs> is if I wanted to be, I'm a much bigger troll than he is. Yes. And so there were points in his last appearance on our show, his first one, where I trolled him a bit. Like when I asked him about what he thought about when women say they get a lot of dick pics, does he believe them? Mm-hmm. And he said no. And I just, I just let him, I just laid it out there like, boom. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, on that Instagram that I run, when I see someone I've gotten picked up on the pattern, they'll send a heart or the, or they'll say, Hey, or they'll say both. Those are the people that aren't going to listen to me. Okay. I know right away. So those people now I just block them. I don't even. I don't even mess with it. It's just like, no, thanks. Don't even want anything to do with you. Okay. And that's been working out great because it's cut down my dick pics by like 90, 85%. Okay. Then they try other things like, can I ask you a question? And then you're like, first thing I do is I look to see if it's a man or a woman's profile. Cause if it's a woman, the next question is going to be, will you feature me? And then what kind of pictures do I need to send you? Um, if it's a man, 
I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, here we go. And so I'll say, sure, you can ask me a question, but just remember, I am a man. And I put man in capital letters. That's nice. Um, Here's my WhatsApp. Let's have phone sex. You like men? Because I don't like men. No, I don't like men. I like women. I like your body. No, you don't like my body because you've never seen my body. And again, I'm going to tell you for the fourth or fifth time in this conversation, I am a man. Now, at that point, about a third of them go, oh, sorry, bro. And then they never talk to me again. That's it. They're done. (laughs) But two thirds of them. And the next thing you get is some penis picture. And then I go off on them and I block them. And then I go off on them and I block them. And I tell them how disgusting and gross they are. That I've told them five times that I'm a man. See, I always. And then I send them a giant black member. I always feel like if I get a dick pic, they're clearly asking for a critique. And I'm scathing. Well, sure. Why not? I mean, I mean, why else would somebody send you something unsolicited unless they wanted exactly. your opinion on it? Exactly. And it's not my fault if they don't like my opinion, right? Exactly. I mean, it's kind of like the saying, don't ask a question that you don't want to hear the answer to. Right. I mean, and so many people do that, right? They come to you and I'm going to go to my best friend and ask them what they think about my relationship with my boyfriend. And then they go, all right, you know, you can be honest with me now. You can be honest. I want to know what you think of my relationship with John. And you go, so I can be honest. Yeah, you can be honest. You promise I can be honest. Yes. And then you tell them that you think he's abusive or whatever. And they get mad at you. Right. That's what, ha- that's what happens. in Every these single situ- time. Yep. That's what happens in these situations. People don't usually listen and change anything. So what's the point this of even trying? This is a trying? weird topic in relation to everything else we've yes. talked about. So why even try? That's when it's time to say good night, everyone. Hasta luego, la bye bye. Thank you for listening to the nightly rant. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts or Google Play. If you didn't enjoy the show, please just ignore that previous request for a rating. This has been a Yogi's Podcast Network production. <laughs>